This is episode 232 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Nadal Fleischer. Plus, Street Fighter's own Blanca returns. All of this, and everybody was kung fu fighting? Only on Bleak and Review! Well, hello there. This is Kevin Anderson. You're listening to the Bleak and Review podcast. I'm the host of it. This is take two of the intro part of the episode because I realized about a minute into my last attempt at this that my bedroom door was wide open and I wasn't too concerned about sound quality or issues stemming from noise in my apartment. Although there is a lot of noise happening directly above me. If you can hear it, press one. (laughs) On whatever's nearest, whatever's closest to you that has the icon for a number one, whether it's a phone or, you know some kind of master lock keypad combination. Just press one a bunch and I'll find out. Yeah, I had to close the door though because not not, not that I was worried about sound leaking in, more that I'm just embarrassed to be speaking out loud. (laughs) Uh, Could you imagine? Could you imagine if people were hearing me talk right now? It's not like I'm recording this so people can specifically listen to me talking out loud. But if I get caught in the act, then there's shame for some reason. It's like the other day when uh, I was doing something in the kitchen, probably cooking or cleaning or who who knows, and I was listening to some very shitty music that makes me laugh and gets me hyped. Uh, DJ Blyatman, some Russian hard bass trash meme core music, not good, very like hard style, fast EDM stuff that's just made for people to get drunk to and, and rave and, and probably feel people up on the dance floor. But yeah, my roommate walked in while I was listening to that. And said, like, oh, I feel like I caught you in an embarrassing moment. I was like, well, now it is. Jesus. (laughs) I was content to just move on and not address it. But I guess here we are. It's also like a weird music to be listening to by yourself. Like, just really hype electronic music. But you're not dancing or anything. You're just kind of milling about. Like, this is what I listen to. Like, you know, this is my background. Some people have Miles Davis and jazz going on. I just have crazy Russian music. (laughs) What's going on? How are we? Um, I don't really want to do super long intro this time, but I always say that and they always end up being about the same, so we'll see what happens. I do have one thing that I wanted to talk about last week, but I I didn't think of it until after I'd already published the episode, and I was like, eh, I'll save it for next week, because I don't know how religiously you follow, like, shitty internet news that isn't life or death, you know? Like, because usually most people know about, like, what's going on with, like, the president or covid and stuff like that but then there's every once in a while a thing that gets viral but only in certain sections of the population and this is just my test to see if this was uh something that was on your radar because last week on the day that i'm recording this there was an article published on jezebel.com not a sponsor of the episode certainly and this article was a scathing feminist critique of the trailer for the new mortal kombat film now, if you haven't seen this trailer, it looks good. It looks fun. I don't know. I mean, they haven't done a Mortal Kombat movie in a while, and I'll watch this shit. But the scathing critique wasn't about the content of the film or like whether it's going to be good or not. This author was upset that they hadn't included Chun-Li in the Mortal Kombat movie. Now, some of you are already screaming about this because you already know what I know, which is that Chun-Li is not a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> it's, it baffles the mind. And like, I get like, I, first of all, I thought this was satire because this would absolutely have been a headline I would have pitched when I was writing satire articles for bunnyears.com in the pop culture section is like somebody who from the jump is outraged, but has no idea what they're talking about, but they want 
they they know they're going to get clicks if they if they you know just use the buzzwords of uh, so how come these men didn't invite Chun Li to the Mortal Kombat party? <laughs> and like obviously, I you know they got called out on it super hard. You know, nerds started dragging, sharing, hate sharing the article around, being like, "This is fucking bullshit!" Like, why why would we allow this? And like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm sure some of that shit was toxic because uh, you know nerds are fucking toxic. But the thing that upset me the most about it isn't so much that someone made a mistake. I don't really care if this author didn't know that and like got it wrong, like like you know trying to make a point. Because at the, the the core of it, if that was if it was a Street Fighter movie and there was no mention of Chun Li at all in the trailer, then like maybe an article could be written about that. I don't know if it would be a good article. It would have to be written first. But just. Like once they got once they were like called out and like realized the big error that they had made, they didn't take the article down. They just put an addendum at the bottom saying like I can't remember verbatim, but it's something along the lines of We recently were informed that Chun Li is not a Mortal Kombat character. Whoopsie. But they left the article up because you know, it's getting a bunch of clicks and shares. And I've worked on the other side of that. And I know that that's all these fucking websites care about, obviously. They want you to have an attention grabbing headline. And an image that resonates and, and is like, you know, t- from what I specifically remember being told when I was writing in this capacity, uh, you know, pictures with hot people on it usually work well. <laughs> Attractive men or women, doesn't matter. As long as they're good looking people and your article is poppy enough, like the headline is poppy enough, then we'll get a bunch of clicks and we don't give a shit what you write. And that's, you know, whatever. That is what it is. I Pretty much all online comedy functions in this way, I imagine. Uh, that's upsetting. This isn't comedy, though. This is supposed to be... <laughs> this is not a satire site. And they left up disinformation just because it was getting clicks, because it said something incorrect. And that's a slippery slope, I believe. I think that that is... You know, it's a very banal instance of the death of journalism, but it's definitely an instance of it. Where we don't care if anything that we say is true as long as people... It's how you get shit like flat earth people and it's how you get reptilian conspiracy theorists. It's the same thing. It's nobody cares if anything that we're putting out there is researched or true or has facts involved as long as like people are absorbing it and formulating their own crazy theories about it and and jumping on board a bandwagon of a company that like started a bandwagon whether on purpose or not but didn't do the honorable thing and and remove the bad content from the internet that's how that's how we have such a crazy manipulated and manipulative uh zeitgeist surrounding current events and and when everybody has a voice and it's all given equal an equal amount of authenticity and nobody fact checks or gives a shit and just shares stuff to Facebook. Like that's no one exists in the same reality. Like I guarantee there's a bunch of people who were also not aware of. And again, this is such a minor thing that doesn't really matter, but it can be extrapolated to stuff that matters. I think it's such a like there's so many people that must have seen this and were like already ready to hate something. And then we're like, yeah, fucking what is this bullshit? How come Chun Li's not in the Mortal Kombat movie? I'm sharing this too. And so now, like, I wouldn't be surprised if we had some Mandela effect shit happen in the next couple of years where people are, like, remembering Chun-Li from the Mortal Kombat universe. And that's now just reality because enough people saw an incorrect article once that this weird fucking subset of the population starts believing that shit to be fact. And obviously, that's a silly example. And it wouldn't really 
pertain to anything in reality. Uh, if that happened, it wouldn't it wouldn't impact a lot of stuff. But we also think that about flat Earth shit and chemtrail and like people that share all kinds of conspiracy theories. We think the same thing. Like, oh well, what's the harm in a bunch of people believing a bunch of lies that they read on the internet? It's like, well, sometimes they kill people because of it. Sometimes they go insane and murder people in the name of Pepe the Frog or whatever the fuck psychotic shit they're doing. Anyone who's listened to this podcast for long enough knows that I'm not on the side of. PC culture is ruining America. These feminazis, blah, blah, blah. That's not my shit at all. Obviously, I'm like here for the actual issues. This is the one example, or this is an example of one of the times when I believe that people want to drag people and get woke points more than they actually care about, you know, doing something. They'd rather write an article about misogyny in the Mortal Kombat universe than like, you know, donate to something. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I did that. But it, ugh, I, can, I could go on about this forever. But I think, you know, my final thought on that, my, my, my bookending note will be this, uh, hey, fucking relax and give a shit about what kind of information you're putting out into the world. And I know that's hard to do when everything in your reality screams at you to make money and pursue capitalistic endeavors. So like put out disinformation and get a lot of clicks. Sure, yeah, it's a great capitalist move, but maybe give a shit about what you're doing to the concept of journalism at large, Jezebel, these stupid assholes. And I'm sure that would, uh, if, if anybody from Jezebel heard this, I'm sure I would be woke dragged post haste because I'm clearly the problem here. The guy who, who's just trying to establish a sense of sanity and, and rationality to the world that he has been thrust into and must see to the end uh, his existence because he won't kill himself. So he has to exist in this world and he wants it to try to make sense. But because he does that, he, uh, you know, might say something that goes against the cultural grain, which is uh, research your shit before you try to call somebody a misogynist, you stupid bastards. <laughs> God damn it. Give a fuck. Give a, a little bit of a fuck. Try is all I would say. <laughs> Fucking dumbasses. Uh, that being said, this is an episode with a couple of people who are not dumbasses. Hey, look at that transition. Uh, this is a really good episode, and I'm happy for you to hear it. I was happy to have recorded it. Coming up here after this musical interlude, friend of the show, comedian, all-around good boy, Nadav Fleischer returns. You know Nadav. He's been on the show a whole bunch. He's a good boy. He uh, He's going to do, do a little grad school stuff coming up. Actually, on the day this comes out, uh, he'll be interviewing. So we talk about that journey, and I give him a little bit of a mock uh, grad school interview to try to prep him for such an occasion. And then uh, speaking of Street Fighter, we have um, Blanca returning a little bit later in the show. Blanca from the aforementioned Street Fighter will stop by, and perhaps he has some thoughts on this Jezebel article as well. Uh, certainly, I can't say any more here, but you will hear it in due time. So we'll go to a quick break here on Bleak and Review. We shall return with more podcast featuring Nadav Fleischer after this. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, good fidget spinners here, of course, on Bleak and Review. That's a reference to something that was not recorded. I'm Kevin Anderson, giving you the hot tea here on the, the second part of the episode. Joining me in this section, dear friend of the show, dear friend of mine, new glasses, ahoy? It's Nadav Fleischer, everybody. Say hello, Nadav. 
hello, hello everyone, calm down. Oh, please, thank you. Oh, that's because they're applauding for you. Yeah, that's what I imagined in my head. <laughs> that is weird. It is the weird thing about uh, now that it's been a year uh, and change of me recording this whole podcast in my room by myself, essentially. Uh, if if somebody misses a joke because of a tech issue, there's not even anybody in the room nearby to like give me a reassuring chuckle that what I said was funny. So I just sit there just hoping that people are cheering when they hear it eventually, you know? Right. It's It's actually something I've noticed like, when I listen to podcasts in my car, I'll sometimes hear one of the people in the podcast, like, sort of mutter a joke under their breath and no one addresses it. And I'll be in my car. And go, <laughs> <laughs> like, you motherfuckers, you didn't deserve that. That was funny. Yeah. You didn't pay any, any mind. I, I'm furious and I'm rooting for the underdog. Yeah, but it's also like clear that whoever edited it, like, noticed it and was like, oh, we're keeping that in. We're keeping that. That's a little something for daddy. Yeah. <laughs> now I imagine you're listening uh, uh, I, in your car often because you are occasionally driving long stretches of road for work. Yes. Is that correct? That every now and then, not super often, but um, I've a couple times now uh, had to drive to Corona, including today. I drove out to Corona today. And uh, one time I drove out to Lancaster for work. Ooh. Now I bring, I bring this up only because I'm ham-fistedly mm-hmm. attempting to drive you into telling the story that you let me know a little bit about what happened at your work right. uh, yesterday, I believe, yes. on the day we're recording this. Um, okay. what, now, where do you work again? Uh, what kind oh. of place? We don't have to say the name. Of okay. The so I did sign an NDA. Um, but it's a place that grows plants that are legal in a lot of states. Oh, oh too. That I had to sign an NDA for. And it is fully legal. I just signed an NDA, but like, you know, it grows plants. I took an NDA test. Turns out I'm 100% that snitch. Damn. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Don't post this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is one of our dark episodes. This is one of the ones. That, it's like the lost world in Donkey Kong. People have this, to get a bunch of coins, Doge coins, to find it. This is this. You can only find this on your Patreon. That's on the dark web. Yeah. <laughs> it's you it's need a mega zone. Yeah, yeah. You have to install Tor <laughs> and, and and skim through a bunch of uh, child soldier ads or whatever the fuck is going on <laughs> on Tor. <laughs> Tor the Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think people install Tor and then they they get ads like enlist your child? Oh, for sure. Those <laughs> those, those fucking uh, targeted ads on Tor have to be crazy. Like like AK 47s for sale in North Hollywood. Like right? like they're oh just targeting. God. They're taking all your location data. They're looking at what kind of sex slaves you're looking for or whatever illicit substances. People are still buying drugs on Tor, right? That's oh, I'm thing. sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know, but I'm sure. I'm worried. I'm worried about Tor in that regard because you know we're legalizing hallucinogens and stuff in different states, and like I'm pretty sure like LSD and mushrooms are going to be legal within the next you know couple of years. I think I could see it at least like in some specific circumstances. Yeah, I mean they should have been a long time ago, but who yeah. cares? Uh, <laughs> but you, so you work at a place that sells a certain plant. It grows it. It grows a plant. Grows a certain plant. Grows and distributes. Okay, and uh, and there was a bit of a, a kerfuffle at your job yes. recently, was um, there not? So. There's a guy who is, so I have five bosses. Um, One of them uh, brought on his father-in-law to do like, you know, labor, you know, install stuff, do some plumbing and whatever. And uh, I guess what happened is the dude who, oh, his father-in-law is a former neo-Nazi, like straight up 
member of the Aryan Nation, no longer a member of the Aryan Nation, but was for a long time. They revoked his membership privileges after he uh, botched a cross burning. (laughs) Uh, Well, apparently what happened is he quit after he made a black friend. That's really all it takes. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it takes, America. (laughs) Meet one black person and you'll change. Exactly. (laughs) You're like, wait. You're all right. Yeah, turns out this is psychotic, what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's still like an all lives matter, Trump supporting piece of shit. Sure. Know, but like, he's just no longer in a, you know, organization that actively commits hate crimes. Yeah, he's um, not overtly a, a violent yeah. hater, hating person. Yeah. yeah, it's like a baby step, I guess. Yeah, I guess you got to, you know, you got to, you can't go from uh, zero to 60 that fast. You got to take incremental de-racism yeah. <laughs> steps. It's to like get a lateral step, but like slightly back as well. I don't know. But <laughs> so basically, I guess what happened is that he got there on Friday and they gave him a check for what he, the work he had done. And they were like, hey, we don't really have any work for you. So, you know. You're not going to have any work next week. He's like a freelancer, you know? Yeah, yeah. he's contracted Um, to do certain jobs. Exactly. And uh, he got pissed and I guess showed up to work yesterday and um, tried to fight his son-in-law, who's one of my bosses, in the parking lot. And that his son-in-law, that boss, is a dude who will square up to anyone. He will not back down. He'll square up. He'll get aggro. And uh, former Nazi, current trump piece of shit is a large man who was in prison for 12 years so he will also square up with anyone and apparently oh he, tore, he tore his shirt off and had <laughs> all his fucking nazi ass tattoos showing and like slapped the boss boy in the, the face boss boy him against a car and shit and we had security go out there and security was like i'm gonna wait for them to stop swinging and then pull them off and like the other one of my other bosses who's like the managing partner who's like you know just like an older quiet wealthy guy was just out there like he tried to talk them down and then they were swinging and he just like lit up a cigarette <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> nobody gives a shit they're just like hey you know mutually assured destruction we're fine either yeah, way just like it's a family thing because you know that boss and his wife you know, have been fighting and it's his father-in-law. So there's family shit mixed in there too. That's wild. That the, just the concept of a, like as the son-in-law getting your father-in-law work, like he's already right. a mass. That would probably be pretty emasculating. I would imagine, which is probably why when he didn't have yeah. work anymore, he maybe got a little, you know, posturing like toxic male posturing about it. I don't know how long ago he got out of prison is the thing. Cause I could see him. Seems pretty recent. (laughs) Right. Cause I could see him doing that as a favor. Cause like, yeah, let's get you some experience, get you back on your feet, get you some references, something to put on your resume. So I can see that. Cause convicts have uh, such an easy time finding uh, ex-cons have such an easy time finding work in America. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And like, it was just it was just an interesting situation at one point i walked out there while they were like screaming at each other just to give security his phone because someone was pulling up security's phone and my boss was like uh you go out there you give it to him and i was like man you know the thing is the fucking trump dude he likes me so the, the guy like, who was the 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 contractor the contractor yeah. wasn't gonna yeah, swing he at likes you me. we talk he's not gonna swing at me does he know I'm your just... last name is fleischer oh yeah he knows i'm jewish but <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm white so it's 
<laughs> yeah, he that's where that's like that's that's his real uh like his growth spurt is like yeah he was a he was an Aryan <laughs> motherfucker, but now he like likes white juice. Like yeah. that's his thing. He's like, hey, I'm I'm trying. He's really <laughs> he's, he truly has grown. Um, <laughs> he truly has grown. Really, yes, he, he puts so, glasses on to show that time that, has passed. That was yesterday, and then today was there was something that happened today. There was that fight, and then like. Today I got back from Corona and then I got in my office, which is right by security's office and the doors were open and I just heard the security guard on the phone, speaker phone, breaking up with his girlfriend. Oh no. And I was just like, oh my God, there's so much drama here this week. I get that. I get that. That's gotta be, this is, and it seems like it kind of, like, I don't know if uh, your job is prone to this kind of drama, but it seems like a lot for one week, certainly. It's not, there is some drama here and there because like I said, that one boss likes to square up on people and shit. Um, I would say every like month, month and a half, people like square up or some weird shit happens. Yeah, and there's, like, that's a little wild. Bit of drama. That's but just part just, of it. Everyone's just like a fucking doofus stoner idiot. And they're like really smart and ambitious but they're not professional and like very I emotional take, exactly i will take it a hundred percent over my shitty corporate job you know sure that absolutely I had, that i had a few years ago like where no one acted like a human being yeah that, that is there's some character at least yeah. with it like i feel like that like i since i'm working at a startup right now this is like the least corporate corporate job I've ever worked. Mm -hmm. Like it's still like we got bought by a huge corporation. So who right. knows what's going to happen. But like, like I was saying off mic, like I haven't even met any of my coworkers in person. We've only met on zoom or over Slack and stuff, but like, mm -hmm. we, I feel like the fact that we're kind of disorganized as a startup and like everyone's scrambling to like get shit done and no one, yeah. people's job titles get blurred a lot in that regard. Like you can be, end up doing some shit. That's not your job at all. Oh, yeah. Just to like, I, that kind of does, work for me more than a very rigid corporate structure too i kind of like the gorilla nature of it yeah we're we're very much like startup um like heading towards established because like i've been a contractor but i like work regular hours but i've been a contractor for over a year but i'm about to be on payroll which is nice yeah um, I'm, I'm working my way towards that myself yeah <laughs> Uh, my my thing was this is maybe let me let me know if they, this sounds familiar because my thing right now I, the reason I haven't really pushed for the payroll uh, like actual outside of the the agency I'm being paid through is because they say uh, oh well yeah if you want to go full time we'll um, put up the job listing and you can interview for your position I'm like interview for the job I already have what if I don't get hired? Are you guys just going to fire? Like, am I going to like, I'm like, I'll take the fucking paycheck. Like that's guaranteed right now. Like that's the thing that's weirding me out about it is like the fact that I have to re-interview for the job I've been doing since June, 2020 and have done for seven years at different places in this city. That's like, really funny because it's just like relevant experience. Literally exactly this. Yeah, I've worked for uh wondery podcasts for <laughs> the last year. I'm interviewing for the job at wondery podcasts. <laughs> it's fucking wacky man i don't know and like mm -hmm. my my uh my frantic brain is just like well if i do that and i quit quote unquote to try to apply for that like then a i'm not eligible for unemployment because i quit right and then and if i for some reason don't get that job like i just that would just suck so bad for no wow. reason and that's just where my brain goes so i just haven't even bothered with it for like a that while would be really shitty 
I don't think it would happen. I feel like I would be the best candidate for it. And they would rather have me since I'm familiar with everything than somebody new, but you never know. You never know. Corporate America sucks. It does. <laughs> it does. I agree with that. Which is why, um, from what I understand, you are uh, doing uh, interviewing to uh, apply for grad school this week. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I applied for a couple of graduate schools. I got rejected from one. Um, I got rejected from CSUN, which can go fuck itself. Yeah, fuck um, you, CSUN. This podcast absolutely not brought to you by CSUN. Matadors, more like matadorks. Oh, uh, CSUN desist. <laughs> He sucked my dick. <laughs> oh, we got a big, big head nod from Blanca on that one. <laughs> I like that. Coming up a little bit later. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, so that's, 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 is that kind of a thing of like, look, I don't want to just like, while you're pursuing creative stuff, like I, I think the idea there is like, I hate what? having my nine to five or my day job, quote unquote, be something that doesn't at least kind of fulfill me. You know, is that kind of why you decided uh, to do that? Honestly, the reason is, I didn't, I don't know that I, I've never been good at the marketing myself part of comedy and creativity. And I sort of have like come to accept that I'm probably not going to make a living off of it. Statistically, I'm not. And frankly, when I try to market myself and shit, it's exhausting. And I stop having fun. I stop being funny when I go on stage or doing anything and above all, funny is what I want to be when I go on stage and what I want to be in my comedy and in, in, in my art. And I want to enjoy it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take that pressure off. I'm going to find a job that I think will be fulfilling. And I did a lot of soul searching. And that's sort of what I landed on. Totally. No, I get that. I, it's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, especially since like the way things are going now outside of Zoom and shit. Like stand up itself isn't going to really return to normalcy for probably another year at least, I would imagine. Right. Maybe, maybe longer. And uh, I started thinking like, I don't know, like I'm happy where I'm at. Like I don't, I like the people that I work with and stuff. And if I didn't have that, if I had a job that I really didn't want to go to every mm-hmm. day, I think uh, that would absolutely kill my desire to to really really push for the creative stuff so i'm like trying to find that balance of like staying alive uh uh, 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 staying alive and then uh, and but also like still pursuing that and it's a really fucked up thing but i also know that like i'm one of the lucky ones because i'm able to still live in la when there's like you know like and i have a job that i work from home like so i'm kind of queued up for a nice thing but i've been thinking about the same thing of like when this reopens, am I really going to go back to grinding at mics all the right. time for no reason, just losing money well, at bars and stuff? Like, how am I going to pursue it there? You know, I mean, that's that's exactly my thought. It's just like I'm not going to pursue it anymore. I'm done pursuing it. I'm just going to do it because I like it. Yeah, I'm going to do it because it's a creative outlet and because I think I'm good at it. And I'm the the way I see it is like you know if success happens success happens I'm just not gonna stress about it because if I do I won't have fun. Oh yeah, I, I've I've ruined my love of comedy so many times yeah. on a whim just by being like holding myself to what other people around me's like career trajectories right. have been. And like I'm 30, I'm not old certainly, uh, but I'm also not 21. I'm not like I can't be like a big big scowl from Blanca. On that. <laughs> Look, I'm 30. <laughs> I, Blanca, I don't even know how old Blanca is, but his mic is muted. Certainly, we won't be able to find out till later. That will be my first question, though, when we get Blanca on, is how old he is. Uh, so I'm going to write that down real quick. How old are you, Blanca? Uh, 
<laughs> oh, he held up an invisible piece of paper. He held, yeah. he held, he wrote it on an invisible piece of paper because of his we'll clever Zoom background. We'll just never know. <laughs> it's gonna be mystery forever. Oh, Blanca is only forty-two. That's crazy. Blanca I feel like place. Blanca has a nice place. Blanca does have a nice place. We should Holy stop shit. engaging Blanca. <laughs> yeah, we should. Blanca's mic is off. <laughs> <laughs> oh 42,000 what an addendum uh <laughs> but uh that's the thing is like uh I I I'm, I can't really because I'm 30 now and like I'm trying to like be like okay my 30s I can't really be as much of a fucking loose cannon as I was in my 20s like right. back when I was like 23 and starting comedy I could get away with like oh I'm young I'm a young comic so like people are impressed with me for being as good as I am for a 23 year old or whatever, but I can't ride that when you're 30. Like now you're just a guy, yeah. you know? And I started, a, and I would get like, not bitter, but I would be very frustrated sometimes when I would think about like, or see people who are either my age or younger getting stuff. Not that right. they didn't like, of course they deserved it. I would say nine times out sure. of 10, I'll, anybody who gets anything deserves it because they fucking work for it. Um, and I hate that part of myself that, that gets that, um, I guess jealousy or career envy and so I really decided that like that was one of the reasons that I'm not doing killer Mike when everything was back to normal uh okay. just because I oh I'm definitely stopping that I can't like I got that burned me out on comedy so bad oh yeah yeah I mean you were talking about it forever <laughs> yeah and, and Joe and I decided but it's not coming back um right. but I think like having that kind of freedom and being able to still ostensibly work from home and kind of work on my schedule yeah i'm gonna try to find ways to better apply my skill set to doing stuff and as long as i can stay alive right. while doing that that's i don't know that's my that's my grad school See, one thing <laughs> one thing i've been a little anxious about is that i don't know that i'll have time to do comedy once i go to grad school like i'll be in grad school and i'll be working and that's really i'm i'm thinking that's probably all the time the it's gonna be tough I'll yeah. have time for I'll be able to work out because I'm lucky enough to have a little garage gym space uh, right. that my roommates and I have slowly amassed over time. Um, so I'm lucky in that regard. Uh, but as far as like comedy stuff, it's just like, I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I can swing a fucking improv class on the weekend or something. That's where right. I'm at now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, and it's, uh, it's wild. Cause like some people, like, I know a few people who have like been able to do that, but I also don't know, like, I know like people who have been like going through crazy, like school stuff and being able to like still have a comedy career somehow. And then I, this isn't like a call out of anybody specifically, but whenever I hear about something like that, I'm like, so where do you get your money? You didn't mention a job. Where do you get your right. money from? <laughs> How are you alive in LA? And like, it's yeah, not like I don't. But that's fine if you have them. If you have those resources, fuck it, use them. Do I would it. never intrinsically diminish anybody for having that safety net and being able to yeah. do that because if I had it, I would take it in an Absolutely. instant. But I also, the only thing I would say to those people is. Um, understand that it's very lucky and rare <laughs> that, right. that you get that and and you know keep that in mind when you're extending goodwill to others and stuff uh but grad school all this grad school talk you messaged me before the show and asked uh, if we could do like a mock interview for your grad school thing uh, yeah yeah uh, my my interview is in two days um for clu uh go lutherans uh, go lutherans <laughs> it's cal lutheran university i don't know if that's their mascot but i'm gonna <laughs> should be going, lutherans it's the fighting Lutherans. <laughs> the fighting Lutherans. That might be the episode title. I'm writing that down right now. The fighting <laughs> Lutherans. Uh, 
Uh, so yeah. Martin Luther nailing the 99 theses on a church door looking fucking ripped. Oh, yeah, he's jacked. He looks like a goddamn Spartan. He's wearing a monk's <laughs> robe with no sleeves and just muscles. <laughs> uh, and so because uh, uh, you have this on the day this episode comes out, actually, uh, Friday will be the day, right? Wow. Yes, it will be Friday. Ooh, so so to get you some uh, some good luck and some preparation for this, I have prepared a few uh, mock interview questions. Now I don't okay. know if these will specifically come up in your interview, right? Uh, but I think they'll give you a good feel for what the interview process will be like. Would you like to begin? Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate you doing this. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> grad school. These words mean many a thing to different people. What uh, does grad school mean to you? Graduate school. Nice, hundred <laughs> percent so far. <laughs> Some people say weird shit. I'm glad I didn't overthink that one. <laughs> now, Nadav, do you believe that school is indeed for fools? You know what? I don't. I don't. I think that it depends on how you approach it. I think school can be for fools if you're, you know, like I did in my undergrad, waff, grad, waffling around with no real direction and no real goal in mind. But if you do have your eyes set on something and you're studying towards that, then you are not a fool. You are not a fool. You are a scholar and a scribe. That's right. That's right. 200%. This is how I do every, every correct answer you get, you get an extra hundred percent, every incorrect cool. answer. Then you have to take a spin on the whammy wheel. I am where I am sitting in a spinny chair. So this will work. Hell yes. Um, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? <laughs> That's such a window. <laughs> <laughs> like at any point in there. I mean, I can't, I can't give you any more information, unfortunately. The rules are very okay. rigid. At some point, I'll be in my own private practice. I'll be invigorated. At another point, I'll have been burnt out. I'll have lost hope. I won't have been keeping up on my self-care, and that'll be something I have to face on myself. Uh, at another point in that five-year period, I'll be <laughs> in Eastern Europe. Ooh. I'll be where in, in Eastern Europe? Follow-up question, where in Eastern uh, Europe? I'm going to say Bulgaria because it's the only one I can think of ah, right now. Perfect. Our I'll news correspondent, in... Radistan Boris Zaharyev, will appreciate that. We'll be there together, me and Radistan Zaharyev. He's really the only thing keeping me alive there. <laughs> All right. Somehow that is a 300% for you. Yes. <laughs> question number four. what that mouth do? Sucky, sucky. Yeah, 500%. We skipped from 300 to 500. <laughs> yeah, that one was 200. That's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was 100% for each sucky. Whoa. All right. I'm, I'm fucking doing now, now, Mr. Fleischer, have you ever considered hurting a professor and why? <laughs> what kind of What kind of hurting? Hurting. Oh, hurting. Also, okay. two part question Have you also considered hurting a professor? I have never considered hurting a professor, <laughs> hurting with a T. Uh, no, I, I've never been that infuriated by professor, honestly. Um, I've been in a situation in high school where I had a teacher I didn't care for, but um, she was a coward. Uh, I can tell the story. Tell the story of this coward. Uh, this will give you an extra 50% Okay, increase. so I was in high school and... Uh, I, it was last semester of senior year, and I just transferred to this school, so I was new. They've stood for the Pledge of Allegiance, which is never a thing I ever did in my high school career. Yeah, it's so bullshit. 
I didn't do it. I just, I just kept reading my book. I wasn't like, look, America. I was just like, I'm just going to keep reading my book. You I don't can't make me anything. stand. This is, I'm exercising the freedoms that you're singing about right now. Exactly. So I just didn't do it. And then later on in that day, I got called into the principal's office. I'm like, what? <laughs> I go in the principal's and she was like, so Mrs. French said that you didn't. Are a commie bastard. And I was like, <laughs> that's right I didn't she was like I was wondering why I was like I didn't know that I had to and she was like you don't have to I was like cool you know I'm the name Nadav like I'm Middle Eastern but I'm not like a terrorist or anything and she's like you can go wait all right wait so she said we were wondering why you didn't stand but you don't have to so we're literally just interrogating you about your motives Exactly. And I was just like, you know, I'm not a terrorist, right? Like Nadav's Middle Eastern, but I'm not like a terrorist and like, I'm not Al Qaeda or anything, you know, like, uh, and she was like, you you can go. And then I left and I immediately walked to the other part of the office admin area and just dropped that class and signed up for a speech and debate class instead. And I was like, fuck that coward. I'm not, I don't want to see her again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And so that's the one professor you consider (laughs) hurting or hurting. She's she I consider her a coward because she never talked to me personally. She just like reported me behind my back and said, Yeah, she's snitching out. She's out here like Karen snitching on you. She didn't even talk to me. Yep. I told another teacher about that and she was like, Hey, if that happens in my class, can you stand like out of respect for me as a person? I was like, you know what? I do like you, so sure. Yeah. That's all it takes. It's really yeah. easy to form a, a, a quick uh, a morality alliance with somebody when they're not <laughs> shitty. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, that's uh, 450% to you. No, wait, 550, because that was Whoa. 100 plus the 50%. Wow. Thank yeah, you. this is big. This is big. This is out of 1,000%. Uh, <laughs> so, and I'll just do the math with it by the time we get to the last question and make sure you get right. it. Cool. Uh, next question. How do you feel about student loan debt? I want so much of it. I want to accrue it. <laughs> That is the correct answer. <laughs> that adds uh, that for for that correct answer. Uh, that is a uh, it is a negative forty thousand dollars to your account, but it is five hundred and fifty percent. No, six hundred percent, six hundred fifty percent. We got three more questions here. Are you ready for the home stretch? I was born ready. Okay, what's the deal with grad school anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Answer it. Answer is it, it uh, graduating or is it staying in the school? All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to have you do a spin in the chair for that one. All right. That was, fuck, that's okay. a that's a spin on the whammy wheel. See, because I have it on good authority that, and for the listeners, Nadab did spin around in his chair. Uh, I have it on good authority that a lot of grad school interviews involve uh, uh, quick Seinfeld-esque responses to bit setups. So uh, I would um, work on that. I would brush up on that. You're right. It's very common in the field of therapy. (laughs) Like people slip into Seinfeld (laughs) acts. What's the deal with my daddy issues? (laughs) Why do I dream about my mother killing me with a hammer? I can't stop crying at night. <laughs> Are people actually living in these houses? Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> you remain at 650%, but there's two more questions here. Okay. I have a feeling you could do it. Next question on the docket. How much can you bench, pussy? 
oh god you know last time i maxed it was 200 i have a feeling i can do more though Ooh, well that would give you a quick 200 percent. i'll tell you yes. that so we're at 850 right now home stretch 850 percent out of a thousand if you answer this next question correctly you get to go to grad school are you excited yeah 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 is there anybody you want to shout out real quick on the airwaves before we go for our final question uh i want to shout out my homie chun lee um <laughs> Respect. Also, yeah yeah that's it Oh, no, there were more. Uh, I just thought we were moving on. <laughs> no, no, no. You get you get a whole 15 seconds of shout outs right here. Shit. Okay. I want to shout out my mommy and my daddy uh, for raising me. I want to shout out God and his son, Jesus. I want to <laughs> shout out uh, Martin Luther and the 99 Theses, the fight, go fight in Luther's. <laughs> and that is time on the shout outs. That will give you a quick 50% for talking about Christ. So... <laughs> So I, now was right, the fight, I was trying to cover my bases with Christ and the fighting Luthers, you know? <laughs> yeah, you, you nailed it. And now you're sitting at a cool 900%, my dear boy. Uh, last question on the fucking docket here. And this is something I think is definitely going to come up. How old is Blanca from Street Fighter? 42,000. Oh, my God! Yeah. <laughs> Fleischer, you are going to grad school. <laughs> Johnny, tell him what he's won. Johnny, tell him what he's won. Let's see, the Flasher boy has won himself one trip to grad school. Aquila, she is beautiful. A big hammer with Army Hammer's name tattooed on his chest. And he's also won himself a brand new Kia Sportage. Well, enough, I'm so proud of you. I, I'm going to be a real-life therapist. You're going to be a big boy. I'm going to go to therapy school. <laughs> you admit I'm going to go to therapy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nadav, I'm very, I'm very excited uh, that you're here on this episode. Uh, we talked about him a lot. We're going to go to a quick break, but we've got another guest coming up, and I hope you can stick around and talk to him with me. I can, yes. Blanc, the aforementioned Blanca from Street Fighter, uh, the, big, the, the jolly green giant of Capcom's uh, legacy, will be returning to the show. And I'm very excited. I haven't talked to him in quite some time, but he has been a longtime friend of the show for five years now. And that's not even a question, but it sounded like you were supposed to say something there. Whoa, that's fucking crazy. Five years? That's like time. That's like a David Bowie song. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more Bleak and Review with more Nadav Fleischer and the titular Blanca after this. Uh, okay, can you hear me okay? Yes, we can uh, hear you great. Hi. Wow. Uh, hearing people great here on Bleak and Review, of course, I remain Kevin Anderson. Joining me here as in the co-pilot position for this second segment here, the third segment here, uh, Nadav Fleischer. Hi, I'm so excited. I'm fanboying. Yeah, you haven't been on with our next guest before, have no, you? No, I can't. Oh. I'm about to talk to Blanca. Yeah, this is this is a uh, longtime listeners of Bleak and Review uh, will know this guy from back in we've we've had you on since 2016, I believe, uh, 2015 even perhaps. I don't know. Who could say? Uh, please welcome back to the show, Blanca. Oh, hey guys, this is probably the probably the worst time to look for a cable for a microphone. It sure is. Do you need some time? <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck it. I mean, hey. <laughs> Turns out I had a professional podcast microphone this whole time. Let us see, ready? Oh, <laughs> that would have been good. And wait, <laughs> I mean, you don't need a power cord, do you? You could just uh, shock it. 
you can just charge it. Oh, shut up. You don't know how my body works. My, right. my, so my body, my choice, Nadav. God, I mean, I'm well, being very familiar, being very familiar with Nadav right away. You guys have not met, but you first name yeah. basis. Yeah, yeah. Also, when I say that, I also mean I can get abortions, Kevin. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, my I'm, God. Yeah, I'm, I'm, some... I'm like a gremlin where if you, you throw water on my back, I just reproduce. Oh, no. That's new lore. I don't know about I haven't heard about this before. Uh, oh, yeah. But no, I, I still fuck. But that's just for leisure. Oh, you, you're like you're like Leisure Suit Larry over here. That, that's right. <laughs> now, Blanca, you have a podcasting mic. I remember you were trying to get into the podcast game a while back. Uh, did how did that is that panning out? Are you and Zangief doing it? No. Well, for, oh. for, first of all, Zangief isn't allowed in the apartment right now because he. Got, oh no! He got COVID. Too much body hair. Oh no! He got COVID. That's right. Oh, I thought we were gonna say just too much body hair in one area. Um, his balls are right in the dump. Stop bragging. No. <laughs> By the way, he's only like 90 pounds now. It's pretty, it's bad, it's bad news. Oh, oh no, we've got a scrawny Zangie. Oh, no. Yeah, he, his his little shorts wouldn't even stay up anymore. He has to wear suspenders with his Can, shorts. Does he have the energy to do a lariat still or no? <laughs> I mean, he's spinning around, but that's just because he's fainting from uh it's it's covid fatigue i think is what they call it he just the old timey spin and faint <laughs> he's like what he's like oh good blankas catch me some six and i'm like oh, no that's a pretty good zangief so you've been working in his instead <laughs> you've been working on a zangief impression so you can still keep the, the kevin and bean energy that you guys have going well, 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 Kevin, I, it's, it's more that I'm lonely and I have no one else. Oh, no. So I, I, I basically took a bunch of cream cheese, put it in a sock, and oh. when, I, when I make love to that, I, I use my Zangief voice. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Now, Which Nadav, is weird just... because we've never been romantically involved <laughs> or anything, I... but it just helps. Yeah, I was going to say, Nadav, as a future therapist, that's a lot to unpack right there, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it sounds like you want to like, it's not about getting off because of Zangief. It sounds like you want to be Zangief. Well, I mean, it is his cream. When you come. It's, it's his cream cheese. So when I'm making love to it, I'm like, hey, look. Got it. Too bad you can't enjoy your bagel. Look what I'm doing. And he's like, oh my oh. God. That's sadistic, Blanca. Like, you're right. Oh. It's more it's more ethical that when you jizz in his cream cheese, you're doing his voice. He's like, oh, you put some money into that. So you <laughs> So wait, so wait, your roommate and like comedy partner and like life life lifeblood fucking friendo, Zangief, he got COVID and the way you treated him was by kicking him out of the apartment and fucking his cream cheese. Yeah, I mean, he's in the garage. We have a garage now. Oh, okay. So he's in the garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, oh, because you guys moved recently, didn't you? I mean, I don't know what you'd call our relationship. You know, like... <laughs> Toxic. You, you know, like, in the, like the, between the second and third act of Boogie Nights, where it's like, <laughs> it's like Marky Mark, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and then that third guy, they're just doing drugs in a dirty apartment. Sure, and, sure, sure. It's kind of like that. Okay, so you, 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 but 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 he's in the garage and you guys don't really interact much. Maybe you talk through the door or something, but he's kind of left to his own devices. He can't come in. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, he he will leave little little gifts on the door in front of the door and knock and run. And I'm like, no, I'm not letting you in. 
Wait, he doorbell ditches you with a little gizzy poop in a bag or something? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, but <laughs> I almost feel like it's not on purpose, like where he just does it and like involuntarily and then just says, well, I'm just going to leave it here. Yeah, he's trying I, to make the best of a bad situation. Has he had to be on oxygen? Hey, look, I didn't know this was the the, the Zangief show. Why are we talking <laughs> about Zangief so much? Hey, I'm concerned for your friend. And also, Nadav had well, COVID that, recently, yeah, and I'm trying to see if COVID. his I'm trying to see if his experience with COVID is similar to that of your roommate Zangief's. Yeah, so how about it, Nadav? Can you still larry it? Yeah, I can. Yeah, no, I was out for like a week with a fever and a little shortness of breath and then i no longer had COVID, but i had some shortness of breath for a week but now i'm fine and nadav is an avid communist so he actually can still lariat but he prefers to call it the prolo lariat that's that is very much correct and that could All also be the episode titles of them write that down <laughs> no Give okay i'm sorry pat on I, the back oh thank you and i will so you can see yeah. my fucking pit stains <laughs> yeah i love it <laughs> Uh, so, so Blanca, I'm sorry. I didn't want to make this the Zangief show. I want to check in with you, uh, which is why I asked about the podcast stuff. Are you able to keep yourself creatively fulfilled during these unprecedented times? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, was that your horse? Uh, did your horse just, did you have, is it, are you, do you have, are you getting into equine shit? No, actually that was my doorbell. I think that was Zangief. <laughs> He has a doorbell from the garage. <laughs> no, he, you know, he can leave the garage. He's probably right outside. Oh, so um, he's just lingering on your stoop. It zips, lets me in so my kids. Oh, see, I don't know if that sounded muffled or not. I forget what, I forget where the microphone is. <laughs> Look, you're falling apart. Yeah. Hey, we all dealing with this quarantine stuff differently. It uh, sounds like you and Zangief, uh, it's it's tough times for you right now, and uh, I, I just hope you're able to get you know uh, you're creatively fulfilled uh, in these times. I mean, I, I do what I can. Uh, I'm mostly just peeved that uh, Mortal Kombat movie is coming out, and I'm not even in it. Yeah, I was gonna say I saw some sort of article uh, on the internet about something similar to this recently, and I was actually that was on my list of questions to ask you. Uh, the, yeah, the Mortal Kombat film, uh, you know, starring all of our favorites, Scorpion, mm -hmm. Sub-Zero, uh, uh, Jax. Yeah, no, not Johnny perfect. Cage. Definitely not Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage is not in it? He's not. Straight white man. Is that right. what it is? Oh. Is that what it is? He's not in it. No, I, I mean, I remember. Raiden? I remember talking to Jax, and I was like, you know, for these, for these days, you should, you should change that J into a V for uh, Max. And then and then have two big syringe arms. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then and then if you beat him, you could say you were an yeah. anti-vaxxer. And then like one fist is the first vaccination, and the second one would be the other one. It'd be like a, think, a good old one-two. So the one-two is four month is like four weeks apart though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to wait. You gotta be patient, yeah. Nadal. I mean it's two hits. I hit you, and then I wait. And then you hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who's going to do that? Like, I hit you, and then I go on my Android phone and go onto my calendar and set up an appointment for two weeks. That way, I don't forget. And then uh, time will pass. I'll just hear, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Wait, what was this? Oh, no, this was for me to cancel my Tinder subscription. This is the wrong alarm. <laughs> Tinder me... subscription? 
Yeah, you, you think nobody pays for the for the uh, oh, like Tinder Premium. That's yeah. right. Is that is that what they're calling it Tinder Plus or something? I work in this field, I, I, so I, I understand there's ad free content and. <laughs> I it, it's just it's just morphing profiles. So <laughs> that sounds awful. Are you yeah. are you so you're you're trying to get back out there? Then it sounds like I better be, before I lose all this all this hair. I don't know if you've seen that I have a, an extreme receding hairline, which doesn't go well with long hair. Yeah, I was gonna say you kind of look like a you kind of look like a de- you're rocking a deep Vegeta cut right now. <laughs> you got a big widow's peak going on. I don't. Uh, v- Vegeta is. Uh... He's from Dragon Ball. I'm assuming since you're talking to the Mortal Combat guy, I was gonna say I assume I, that you're branching out to different genres. I, I don't but... even. Know, I don't know why Vegeta isn't in this coming uh, upcoming movie. I mean. Man. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat movie really left a lot of people out. It left out yeah. uh, prominent characters from Street Fighter, such uh-huh. as yourself. It uh-huh. left out Dragon Funimation characters, such as uh, such as Vegeta from Dragon Ball. It also left out other Mortal Kombat characters, like RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, no, the guy from the Raid Two. Uh, I was I was ta- I was talking to Jake the Snake Roberts, and he's oh, no. his right. corpse. I'm, I'm not even kidding though. Mortal Kombat Eleven, like. The characters are basically like Super Smash Brothers for edgy '90s kids. Really? Yeah, they've got they legitimately have these characters, playable characters: uh, Jason Voorhees, oh. Predator, Alien, Rambo. Spawn, Rambo, uh, not Terminator, this. and RoboCop, and the Joker. Mm-hmm. Wow, are they all going to be in the film? No, but I uh, wish they were. I, I'm surprised Punisher isn't in there. You know, if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna appease to like 13 year old boys, I, I mean, yeah, put in Punisher, put in a fucking dude from Fortnite, put in everybody. Fuck it. <laughs> Punisher would be really good though. He would be a good fit. Now, Blanca, were you anticipating that you were going to be asked to be in this film? I mean, I was. I was uh, preparing for it. I was. I was reading my monologue from death oh of, i have a monologue from death of a salesman i would <laughs> love more than anything for you to read that for us today blanca from street yes, yes, please. would you be would you mind giving us a taste oh my God. I, I, let, me it, let me get into uh let me feel it um yeah do your vocal warm-ups <clears throat> uh, uh a red leather yellow leather all right all right i'm ready <laughs> all right but that was quick all right, all right let's hear it I'm dying. Would you like to buy a subscription to Tinder Premium? <laughs> and, and scene. Wow. It was, as, it was as if you were seized by the spirit of Thespis himself. Yeah, I, I don't know if you felt it, but like uh, my one of my inner thighs got really itchy. One of them. It, it threw me off. Uh, would, would you like, like to take two? Do you want would another, you like do you want another no, pair? I, I actually feel like I used that pain and discomfort into the role. So I actually yeah, think it, it probably, it's probably better. You're kind of like a young Brando just coming through the door and like, like you're hired. If I'm the casting director in this situation, you, I, would be, I would feel that inner thigh pain in your monologue delivery. Um, I, I'm here for it. I've been told that I'm a young Brandon. Brandon is the neighbor's kid. And uh, you're, wait, wait, you're younger than the young Brandon. I'm, I'm like a young Brandon. Oh, Marlo Brandon. And, and the way that <laughs> in the way that I go into the laundry room and I take people's laundry out of the, the, the dryer and then, <laughs> and then I just leave it there. 
So this is something that this kid used to do when he was younger, and that's why they say they you remind them of a younger Brandon. Oh well, no, he's not younger. He died. Oh no! Wow, <laughs> oh, burying the lead. But Jesus Christ! When he so when he was younger, when he, was he, was younger he was alive. He was he was an asshole and ruined people's laundry. <laughs> So you, I think the line there should be, you remind us of a living Brandon. I mean, if you want to be, if you want to remind these people, these parents of their dead kid, and I mean, certain- sure. <laughs> if you want to be like, uh, oh, you remind me of a, a deceased asshole kid, your son, Brandon. I mean, sure. may, may he rest in peace. Of course you throw that in there. You got to You got to throw that in there. What is this? For daddy. Is this the Brandon show? <laughs> you're you're so jealous, Blanca. Is Brandon, going wait, is Brandon on? here? Can we I talk think, to Brandon? I mean, if Brandon is willing to come on, Mike, I would love it. Does Brandon? Have, no, Brandon's dead. Brandon's I, was, dead. I was gonna say, give it a minute. Wait, Has wait. that stopped some of your guests before? That uh, actually, you know what we could do? There's this little hand raising thing that we can do on Zoom, and if we all oh. do it at the same time, it'll be like we're joining hands in a seance. We maybe we can conjure the spirit of Brandon to come speak to us. Uh, would you like to? Should we all do that? Oh, wait. I, what is this? An elapsed anus? No, it's uh, it's the party code. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about the emojis that yeah, you're having. My my emojis. I have. Okay, so as uh uh uh, I'll try to screen grab this to see if we can put it up as. Uh, so we all have our hands up now. Clearly, hands up. Playing my song as the butterflies fly away. Um, party in the USA. Oh, there it is. So we're okay. Thank God. So now that we've all joined hands here, uh, maybe Blanca, do uh, you want to lead us in the seance to see if we can conjure Brandon's spirit to see what his deal is? I know this wasn't what you came on to talk about, but I feel like now that we're talking about a dead kid, we got to talk to his ghost. All right, here, let's let's do it. I guess. All right, we've all raised our hands, and we are all we are all ready for the seance. Take it away, Blanca. Oh. Hamina, 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 Hamina. Oh fuck! There's an X. There's a PS5. I oh I, shit! I can't oh wait god. to. I can't wait to play this right away. Oh my god! And Listeners that, have no idea how surreal this is. There's a ghost hovering just behind Blanca, screaming into oh, the podcast mic. Oh boy! I bet they're easy to buy. I can't wait to get one. Oh, oh, they're impossible to buy. Well, fuck this I'm out. Brandon, oh, oh, Brandon, oh. Brandon, Brandon. Oh. Can you hear my voice? Yeah. Who's this? This is Kevin Anderson, host of the Bleak and Review podcast. I'm joined today by my stranger. guest, uh, comedian Nadav Fleischer. And, We're perfect uh, strangers. We don't know you. Uh, we don't I, know you, but we want to. Are you the guy that leaves the heavily soiled underwear in the, the laundry machine? No, no I that's think that's the person Russian. you're speaking through. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Did, did Blanca, did, did, did Brandon go into Blanca's soul? Is that what happened? Is, is that why Blanca is miming all of the words that I'm hearing Brandon say? <laughs> What are you even talking about? I've just been patiently listening to... uh, Yeah, you're very calm, cool, and collected for the fact there's a ghost in your place right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were summoning it. So, (laughs) much like when you you do acid or mushrooms, when you see things, you're not surprised because you knew they were going to happen. So, they're like, hey, let's summon the ghost. The ghost comes in. I'm like, all right. You've and you've seen some stuff in your life. This isn't too crazy for you. That's that's you fought on the streets. I, that's that's true. Now now, uh, Brandon. Uh, to answer your question, no, I'm not the person pooping in bags. Uh, that, that, you don't look like that guy, even though you are just as skinny as him. You're, oh you're my god, Zangief, ninety pounds, right? 
<laughs> I mean, I did lose. I have lost a lot of weight due to depression and quarantine. So you're not far off, but uh, hoof. Oh, uh, my, my ride's here. <laughs> you, you should give Blanca some of that advice because boy, he can certainly use a little pound lossage. Oh, damn. You just got roasted. Blanca, you to take that from this child ghost? I mean, he's right. I mean, I'm kind of a fat piece of shit now. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. Like, the years have not been kind. When when I roll into a ball, I don't even curl up. I'm just a ball. <laughs> <laughs> you just retract your arms and legs. Yes. Like a turtle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, now, Brandon, uh, we were talking about um, the, how people describe Blanca as a young you or a living you because uh, you would get up to some laundry room antics. Now, was this a cry for help, and how did you die? <laughs> um. I don't know if I'd call it a cry for help per se, but I mean, what? <laughs> I, I, got I don't know why I'm goading. I'm trying to no, trick this child ghost into admitting and killing himself. In a really, really bleak, dark way, my, my mom, my dad killed me and my mom and then killed himself. <laughs> oh, no. That is worse. Brandon, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. I mean, Brandon. It I'm sorry I laughed, Brandon. I just wasn't expecting that. It was in the news. I don't know if that. I guess you don't read the news. I don't read that. I don't. Yeah, it was like in what the OC Gazette or something. I don't fucking. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. There was a lot going on that week. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it was a big week. It was a big, it was a big week. week. It was 9/11. Yeah, WandaVision dropped the the first episode. <laughs> I hear that's good. I don't know. I. Uh... I think it's fine. I don't. I don't think people like it, and I guess it's okay. I like it. It's a good time. I'm, I've been enjoying it. Blanca, have you not been uh, uh, keeping up to date? On, and we'll get back to the child ghost and this <laughs> murder suicide in a second. But I found an Uber set up. I mean, I know I can just disperse as a ghost, but I, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna get a ride somewhere. And I, if I can borrow a mask, I don't got a mask. No, you let me use it. I'm just gonna go by. Oh no, Brandon. Brandon! Oh my God! Oh my God! Our seance has been broken. Uh, I guess Brandon t t disappeared. That was a uh, that's pretty fucked up. I did so. That was you buried the lead twice on that story, or Black. What? Who? What? I don't know. I, I had a. I, I hear with. I, sometimes I, I have a, a name accent where I just say things wrong. Um, but I, 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 that's. I didn't know that your. So your neighbors in your building. There was a murder suicide, and that's where Brandon's ghost comes from. I mean, I, I got the apartment so cheap. <laughs> it's a good deal. It's pretty good for an apartment with a garage. I know you should come visit. I mean, don't, but you could. I mean, I don't have COVID. Nadav's already got the antibodies yeah. because he's yeah, yeah. he's a, a survivor, as it were. So I mean, like maybe Nadav could visit and then tell me about it. I could. Oh, you could. I mean, you could just mail me some saliva. That works too, right? I don't know. Wait, I'm not for smart. Like, <laughs> wait, for do it like what? For like 23 and me? Oh, for antibodies, I guess. I don't oh. know. Yeah, all you got to do is yeah. mouth kiss Nadav and you'll be uh, you'll be home stretch. Oh, boy. I can spit in your mouth. I can spit in like a pill bottle and mail it to you so you can just drink my spit. Nadav, I gotta ask you how long you've been waiting to fucking pitch that to Blanca from Street Fighter. A while, right? Minutes. <laughs> this hasn't been a lifelong dream of yours to spit in the mouth of everyone's favorite Jolly Green Giant from the Capcom world? I I gotta be honest, it never occurred to me, but now that I think of it, I do see the appeal. 
Oh, well, that's, that is, uh, I, I do think that we can get you something in the mail, uh, uh, courtesy of the Bleaking Review, uh, uh, Bleaking Review, our boys over at the Bleaking Review shipping and uh, receiving department. Like um, at HQ. Yeah, or HQ, or HQ, which is right over there. Uh, right, <laughs> your bed, that's where you do everything, you fucking piece of shit. Ah, you stop it. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's quite all right. Uh, Blanca, Blanca, so I want to get back to this film, uh, the Mortal Kombat film. Uh, oh, this, sure. I didn't know that you uh, fraternized with people from other fighting game franchises uh, so much so that you were expecting to be included in this film. I'll be honest. I've, I've quarantined so long. I don't even know who's who anymore. Wait, wait. So wait, if you were to try to name like five people from street fighter, could you do it? All right. There's uh, there's the, the muscular man with the little cat head. I think his name's King. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's uh, like, the season nine contestants of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, Bob the Drag Queen. No, that's season eight. Fuck. <laughs> hey, look, I'm not going to throw names like I know. <laughs> Blanca, uh, you are surface woke. Pre-crucifixion Jesus. Oh, sure. PCJ. Yeah, no. Post-crucifixion Jesus is an unlockable. Uh, his... Uh. His totality is great, though. It's to himself, really. <laughs> He's the only one of the self-inflicted uh, 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 fatality, it seems like. Um, Matt Garfield, but the Garfield spoof lasagna cat. <laughs> oh, everyone's favorite <laughs> webcomic. That, that's right. That's a nice uh, nice throwback to the early 2000s. <laughs> uh, so these are all your favorite Street Fighter characters. These are my favorite Street Fighter characters. Yeah, no, yeah, go on YouTube, look, look up Lasagna Cat. I'm sure they can use the hits. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Um, I know about Lasagna Cat because Nadav has made me watch many of those over the course yeah. of our friendship. Uh, uh, there's there's one that's four and a half hours long, skipped to the last, you know, 17 minutes or so. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. It's a good time. Uh, so there's also a, a broken... Uh, a broken Heineken bottle with googly eyes glued on them. That's a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> and uh, finally, my left hand was my, when my dick's in it. Of course. Oh, also googly eyes. Oh, yes. Left hand with a dick in it with googly eyes on the hand or on the dick? Uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, if it's just on the dick, that's one. But if it's on the hand and the dick, it's the, I call that the Wonder Twins. Yeah, it's like the ice climbers. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. They do a lot of teamwork together to win the fight, if you will. Oh, fuck yeah. Now, Blanca, do you think that you were left out of this film because Hollywood is prejudiced against your kind, you know, radioactive men who live in Brazil and then move to LA to pursue a career in improv and podcasting? Do you think that that's why you were left out of this movie? Um, I think it's because of who I am, a scientist. <laughs> I don't know my backstory, but apparently I was a scientist. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is actually and, the first time we've talked about it. Man, I'm not proud. I'm, not, I'm really not proud of my scientist days where I was, uh, you know, doing research and shit. I'm more proud of uh, apparently my hand fucking days with googly eyes. I'm more proud of that. Were you Were you doing a lot of animal testing? I mean, I guess I I was probably testing more on myself, which is why it turned out the way. 
Oh, that's right, because you fell into a tank full of moray eels or, or electric eels. That's your backstory, right? <laughs> yeah, did you not? when you fell when you fell into that tank? Did you say something? Did you say that's some moray? Did you do that? I mean, I did. And then that. they corrected you. Yeah. I I also I was as I was falling in, I was like, maybe I shouldn't have had so many uh gas station dick pills in me because i feel like that probably oh, you, had, you had some like horny goat weed in you <laughs> that's right <laughs> so you're the guy who's buying that i always wonder <laughs> oh, yeah it was it was rhino x with the holographic image and <laughs> that's the rarest one yeah no, that, that's how like beefed up i i turned a half mutant half rhino uh <laughs> Wait, but it was a boner pill, but it beefed you up? Yeah, everything but the dick. Isn't that weird? Oh, wait, that's the cruelest monkey's paw I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. So, so you were just taking this as like kind of a supplement to get buff? Yeah. Um, yeah and hard. I, I, yeah, I was confused. I wanted to be like my other uh, Street Fighter character, uh, Rhino from Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, my other Street Fighter character, Rhino from Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. But I that Rhino's a Street Fighter character, but not Spider-Man, ain't that weird? No, Spider-Man is definitely in the uh, uh, Smash Bros universe. Actually, technically, I think Spider-Man is in the Street Fighter universe, along with other Marvel. Who would have oh, thought? Oh, who yeah, yeah, who would have thought oh, there's yeah. like some actual correctness to this? <laughs> That's the one correct crossover we've mentioned. And if I were to say, oh yeah, my other Street Fighter character, Thanos, I wouldn't be wrong. That's yeah, true. Thanos is absolutely playable in MVC two. That's Man. very true. And I think later they brought him back in uh in in the expansion to three, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I don't care. A lot of memes involving Thanos's buttockses. Yeah, what's up with that? Are you also jealous of those? Because you've got uh, exquisite rhino-esque buttocks, but it seems like everyone's talking about Thanos's ass and not yours. Is that upsetting to you? Well, I mean, in in my whole year of quarantining, I have no ass left. I uh, oh, I, that's I, a damn shame. I, I'm sitting down all the time. I basically have. Can you I, can you show us a little bit of your ass, and I'll have Nadab describe it. All right. Oh, I don't have to. Yeah, I, I'm doing it. If we do it, if we okay, do a so seance. Yeah, no, I, so, it's a real Oh, go ahead. Yeah, Nadav, describe the buttocks you see. So, first of all, I want to describe the motion of it. He's standing up, he's turning around, and he's very slowly hiking his pants down. His, uh, his tatters. His, yeah, his, his tattered pants down, and he's uh, turning, he's got his back turned, and he's kind of winking. Um, that is very, accurate. It's very seductive. Uh, his I'm ass hard. is... His ass is furry. It's got green fur all over. It's sort of, it's like a felt and a fur. <laughs> uh, it's, it's shaped like an L. You, I could say it's like a series of the letter L. You, you know what's funny? I'm not even wearing my shorts. This is all, that's just hair now. Whoa, so you have wow. tattered hair. <laughs> like, as 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 Blanca, I you know I just have the one requirement: the jean shorts. I can't right. even I can't even do that. Just I mean, it's it's quarantine takes its toll on us in many different ways. I mean, I I know what my sloth has manifested in. For you, it's like you can't even get the jean shorts on. It's been a tough year. I get it. Uh, you, you're you know you got Zangief in the garage. You got murder suicides happening next door. Like it's been a tough year. Plus you know COVID and Black Lives Matter right. and all that stuff. Like it's been a it's been a wild time. 
that's it's, it's a little lot sure it's good to, it's good to see though you seem to be you know taking it all in stride you know are you uh you're on tinder you mentioned earlier uh, any luck with the ladies lately um yes however oddly they they, they were all part of the insurrection what? <laughs> every single lady every single lady oh my god all the oh single god. ladies all the single ladies <laughs> They're they're sending me videos like, hey, look, look at me in the crowd. And I'm like, oh, good, good for you. Look at me, I'm storming the White House. I'm like, look, oh. I stole Nancy Pelosi's stapler. <laughs> I'm like, good for you traveling somewhere. That sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, they're really living to their they're living their life, truly. I mean, I I would I would have loved to have been part of it just to be on a plane somewhere. Right. But did you happen, based on the trajectory of every single person you've had sex with being at the insurrection, uh, uh, oh, I, did you happen to, did you happen, no, like recently, did you happen to have sex with uh, LA-based shitty comedian French accent? Was he there? <laughs> oh my God, bro. Yep, yep. That's amazing. Super inside baseball, but it's very no. funny. I've talked about him on the podcast before, so it's oh. not that inside of baseball. He's such a piece of shit. He sucks. Oh, we'll uh, be good in the sack. Sure. Oh, then like our beards would touch. Um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Blanca has a beard now. You know what's funny is that a certain comedian uh, that I know still still has him as a Facebook friend and an Instagram friend. Just to watch the insanity, it's been the funnest time he's ever had. I would, I would, uh, what I would say to your friend about that is there, but for the grace of God, go I, because I had to block that motherfucker a while ago. <laughs> A guy I used to do martial arts with was also at the insurrection, and he posted this huge fucking thing about how, look, most of us there were peaceful. Most of us weren't breaking into the Capitol building. I was just standing around. I didn't do shit like that, you know, and the violence really started when the cops provoked them. And then I was like, oh, wow, it's like you're almost there. Just put like, you know, it's like you're you're using this logic. Why don't you apply it somewhere fucking else? Yeah, it's like like literally that is exactly what happens at every single Black Lives Matter rally for the yeah, past. All the ones years. that get rowdy. Yeah, yeah. I uh, and, and I love the idea that, that that kind of person would immediately look at footage of the riots, uh, riots, the, the protests from last year and be like, Antifa is dangerous, but me and my friends were chill. Yeah, yeah. Even though we killed a couple cops, not, we're, we're chill. Blue Lives yeah. Matter. Yeah, Blue Lives Matter, baby. You Unless know, they're fucking with my shit. You, you know what's been ruined for me with all this is, is the name Kraken. You know, Kraken being one of the Street Fighter characters that you can use. Uh, you know, I hear release the Kraken. I'm like, oh, you mean that shitty attempt to take back the election? Yeah, good job. Yeah, it reminds me, it makes me think of uh, a big uh, tentacly monster from the depths that really doesn't get much done because nobody uh, has ships that can be done by Krakens anymore. Oh, no, the, the, the thing is, if you follow the Kraken from uh, the, the movie, like, he, he that, what's his name, kills him anyway. It's like, it's like, oh, it's this big thing. Oh, it doesn't, he's, he's not very, com uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, Sexy. No, uh, uh, at my well endowed, Randy, Randy, Randy the Kraken. No, no I, was, I was just saying, uh, like, good at his job. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah, he's uh, unqualified or uh, underqualified to be a Kraken. Sure, I don't know. I'm, I'm past it. I'm <laughs> Blanca has moved past it, which means we shall move forward. Uh, before we go, oh, go ahead, Blanca. 
Oh no, I was just trying to remember the name of the movie, which was uh, Class of the Titans. Uh, oh that, yeah, yeah very cracking. forgettable. Very forgettable. Oh, as a kid, I loved it. <laughs> I love that movie. Yo, yeah. Wait, as a kid, I thought you're. Didn't that come out recently? No, that's was, that's oh, a remake. The remake of Gods of Egypt, anyway. There was so an old. <laughs> there was an old Clash of the Titans that had some like dope stop motion stuff. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. And like, I think it was, was it a Ray Harryhausen movie? I'm not sure. I it, think it was, but I'm it not It seems sure. like it'd be up his alley. It, you know, what's funny is that the new one makes fun of the old one. We're like, cause there's this robotic owl in the old one. And yeah. the robotic owl shows up in the new one. They're like, nah, we're not going to fuck with this shit. And I'm just like, you wish you could. You wish you had I love the robotic that. owl. It was so cute. <laughs> I mean, it is a little weird and out of place. It is a little Disney-esque. By the way, that owl, part of the Street Fighter Mortal Kombat. You know? Of course, <laughs> of course. It sh- and will probably be in the Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, yeah, no, that's upsetting. But you know what? Good for the owl. I'm not going to be like... We never, we never begrudge the successes bestowed upon owls. I understand. <laughs> owls uh, now, are very cool. Now, you, you, you mentioned an interesting thing that was actually one of my pre-planned questions for you, Blanca. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, it seems like you've been a uh, bit of a, a bit of a cinephile in quarantine lately. Uh, I'm curious, what are your top five movies of 2020, Blanca from Street Fighter? Those charges were dropped, Kevin. My, cin- <laughs> my cinephile cin- charges. That's right. I was acquitted. You weren't, you weren't up in the projection booth, fucking a roll of film. Ah, uh, the, the 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 pain and the pleasure of it all, Kevin. I don't know. I went up to the ArcLight recently, and I saw a lot of cream cheese all over uh, all over a bunch of reels of film. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's how Blanca does. It. <laughs> that's how Blanca does it. Sometimes. What are Blanca's favorite films, though? Oh wait, sometimes what? Oh, well, sometimes a little locks with the cream cheese. Oh yeah, you gotta throw the Nadav loves oh, yeah. that. Oh yeah, gotta get some capers. We'll get some capers, some lox, some cream cheese. Mm-hmm. Maybe get a little, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little bit of Roma tomato on there. Yeah, yep. That's the good stuff. Sunshine. Find, I find that capers make it a little too salty. Uh, that's just me, though. You guys, uh, you guys enjoy. More, more Blanca, Blanca averse to salt. <laughs> I'd like to shout out uh, Yeasty Boys. Have their bagels. They're very good. Yeah, shout out to uh, this episode's sponsor, Yeasty Boys. We'll find out know. retroactively whether that sponsorship lands. It's it's real. It's a real. No, it's place. real, and I hope they pay me like five bucks to talk about them on a podcast. That would be nice. Hit I hope up. I I hope I help get you that. I hope you do too. I will I will promote the shit out of Yeasty Boys. That name alone is ripe for parody. I could make a very oh. funny ad read. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> now, Blanca, what are your top five films from 2020? Uh, the episode of The Simpsons where Mo Man gets hit in the groin with a football. Okay. Good movie. <laughs> that, that's my that's a great film. That's a very good movie. Um <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, I, I can't think of anything else. You didn't see Palm times. Springs. Uh I mean Sonic. <laughs> I feel like it's a Mortal Kombat character. Well, that is true, true. but I I died and then I went back in time and rewatched that Simpsons episode where Mole Man gets hit in the brain with the football again. And Wait, I, you hold on. Oh, you died? Yeah. In other words, I I lived like I lived the movie of Palm Springs. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Okay. So that's a, I mean, speaking, you buried the lead earlier on Brandon's corpse. Uh, this is a huge lead buried. You have died and gone back in time during the last year. Yeah. A bunch of times just to rewatch that movie. And that's it. We don't need to talk about that anymore. We can, we, we can move, we can move past this. Okay. We don't need to dwell on me reliving a remake of Groundhog's Day, but you know, 
you gotta be Madison careful. The time, the time police from uh, we had a we had a Tim E. Traveler on this a traveler on this show once, and he got What's in he hot water from playing around with time travel too much. So oh. I, I would be wary of that. That yeah. sounds like a stupid character made up by a stupid idiot. <laughs> Well, it also sounds like an episode I edited the fuck out of and is one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, well, that, I'm, I'm sure he's happy. <laughs> I'm sure he would be too if he were around. Um, so those are your favorite movies. That's episode of The Simpsons. Uh, and, and that's it. What year is it, Kevin? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, Blanca, did you just, did you just do the time thing? Did he just reborn? Did you respond just now? I'm sorry. Uh, t- Tim E. Traveler is trying to talk, but he doesn't remember what voice he was using. So he just came and went. <laughs> well, hopefully we can have him back on the podcast at a different time with a little more prep time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to have to re-listen to his episode just to make sure <laughs> he knows what the fuck happened. <laughs> Well, well, we'll definitely all be looking forward to that because uh, that is a guest that certainly should be back on this show. Um, and we are about at time here. So what I'd like to do now, of course, we all know this episode is coming out on Friday, February 26th. Uh, and we're going to go around the horn here and see what is going on, where can people be found, etc. Obviously, today is the day of Nadav Fleischer's yes. grad school interview. Wish me luck. So hit him up on social media at... Oh, yeah. Uh, my Twitter is at I'm Nadav Hello, like I'm underscore Nadav, N-A-D-A-V underscore hello. And you, just, I, I encourage all listeners to message Nadav good, uh, words of goodwill for his pending interview today on the day you're hearing this, if you listen to it the day it came out. Uh, I anything- expect nothing, but it would be delightful if you did. That is pretty much the conceit of this podcast. So I get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you want to promote, Nadav? Uh, yeah, so my favorite movie of 2020 was The Sound of Metal. I want to promote that. So you got through it. It's really good. Well, I, no, I started watching it, but I was uh, like a little drunk when I started watching it. It was late. A- and. No, it was a bad, bad way to start because yeah. I was like, this is about to be heavy as shit. And I backed yeah. out and I haven't re-watched, started rewatching it since. But I have heard it's very good. It's heavy as shit and like sobriety is a big part of it. So like watching it, don't watch it drunk. It might be weird. Well, also, I think reason I uh, another reason that I stopped because I knew that sobriety was a big part of it. And it was right after I kicked my Adderall addiction. So I was like, oh, I don't think I'm yeah. ready for this. <laughs> A oh, big scoff from Blanca on my addictions. I know. I mean, it's, it's rough out there. <laughs> I mean, it's just a cool movie because he's like been sober. He loses his hearing. He goes through a twelve-step thing for deaf and hard of hearing people, and it like no tropes. You and know? like he never, yeah. he never relapses. There's never any corny shit. There's never any of that tropey shit you expect from movies and, like that. And it's but fucking it's still a very good and compelling movie. It's fucking Riz Ahmed, who's a great fucking actor oh, and rapper. Amazing. He's a rapper too. Did you didn't know that? Know that. He was on the Hamilton mixtape on the Immigrants We Get the Job Done track from the Hamilton mixtape. He has a fucking sick ass verse on there with Snow the Product and Canaan. It's dope. Uh, and also Four Lions is one of my favorite movies of all time. So I encourage people to. My favorite movie of 2020 was my rewatch of Four Lions. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Uh, oh, it's a great. It's a dark comedy about a, a terrorist cell operating in the UK, uh, trying to oh, do fun. suicide bombing. It's very, very, very good. And the guy from That's What We Do fun. in the Shadows, the TV show, is in it too. Which one? Uh, the uh, 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 non. What's it? Uh, not not Matt Berry's character, not Laszlo, and not Nadja. Uh, what's his name? The other guy, the tall one, the Conqueror. 
Oh, uh, Nandor. Nandor, thank you. Yes, Nandor. Yeah, yeah. he he plays oh, cool. a. Uh, and this is was something we could talk about off pod, obviously. But he plays a in that in Four Lions, he plays a uh, developmentally stunted guy who somehow ended up in a suicide bomb operation and isn't sure if he wants to do it or not, and it's wild. <laughs> So that's my favorite movie of 2020. Really? Uh, Blanca, obviously, we've got Zangief in the garage. Is there anything else you want to promote? Is the podcast going? What's happening? All right. Uh, what I want to promote? Um, I, the NBA 2K for PS4. Go ahead and buy it. Uh, the 89, 1989 uh, Chicago Bulls, their Street Fighter character. Uh, <laughs> all of them. All of them. All yeah. the Bulls. They all, they all throw punches and kicks at the same time. It's crazy. I have been playing a little 2K with my neighbor, and I didn't realize I was also playing Mortal Kombat. That that's true. <laughs> you are. <laughs> oh, great! And, and your parents should be no, let known about it because it's a, it's a mature game. <laughs> ah, yes, rated M for mature. That's right. Uh, like sometimes when they slam dunk a ball, it's a titty. <laughs> Yeah, the, the 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 and when you say it's a titty, you mean the hoop becomes a a, a titty or the ball becomes a titty. The ball, how can a hoop be a titty? That's hoops can't titty. be titties. Yeah, we. It's just like how Tom Hanks said in that baseball movie. There's no crying in hoop titties. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Anything <laughs> else? Uh, you mentioned a. Uh, 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 some some comedian friend of yours earlier. You want any promotions on that on that front? I mean, Jorge Rivera. He's got nothing. yes. He's he's waiting for Mike's to open up so he can crawl back from back into the bottom and see <laughs> see see how that goes. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, I mean, or- Orange County is slowly having them. I guess I don't know, but yeah, he's got nothing going on. Uh, <laughs> people can find him of course at Jay Riverall on Instagram and at Jorge Riverall on Twitter right that is correct and, and people should find that because hey if you like the uh, podcast artwork that you're seeing currently on your podcast player that motherfucker did that shit and there's plenty more awesome art on his Instagram so people should go check that out that's right but not lately though you'll, you'll see that uh, you'll go wanting regards me uh, uh, Jorge posting anything <laughs> Oh, okay. So if you if you want if you're finna go wanting, go check out Jay at Jay Riverall on Instagram. There you go. All right. Well, I think that about does it. Uh, any any final thoughts? Any last musings? Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Howard Stern's penis. Uh, no, I mean, <laughs> I would. I'll go see that movie. I guess. Well, Blanca, I wish you the best. I really hope they uh, they they do some reshoots for the Mortal Kombat movie and include you in it. Uh, I'm really rooting for you there. I'll actually get a petition going that we can all start signing. And actually, that would be a funny thing to do uh, on the day this episode comes out. I'm going to make a petition and post it in the episode description. Try to get people to sign a petition to get Blanca in the Mortal in the Mortal Kombat movie. That's right. You do that. You you work very hard for that, Kevin. Hey, I made a whole fake GoFundMe just to make a girl I wanted to fuck laugh once. So uh, I'm not above it. How'd it go? How'd it go? It didn't didn't work. She started fucking my other neighbor. No. Does he also- It's okay, I'm in a relationship. It's fine. Does does that neighbor have have a podcast too? No, but he is a libertarian. So, uh uh-oh. Oh. Does he have a dead son? Well, yeah, this is Brandon's father, actually. He is recently deceased. Oh, well. Rest uh, in peace. <laughs> uh, Nadav, of course, I wish you all the best of luck on your grad thank school you. interview and future and stuff. And to all the listeners, thank you so much. We will see you next week. Nadav, say goodbye.
Bye-bye. Blanca, say goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, that is Blanca's famous goodbye. We'll see you next week, everybody. Later. (laughs) Bye.